Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome to our Below Deck Med After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Today we have not one, but two special guests, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Yay! <laughs> What was the significance of the song again? Jimi Hendrix. Oh. He's a guitarist. Chef oh, oh, Ben. Chef Ben. Yes. There you go. Perfect. Chef Ben. It's like the Jimi Hendrix of music. Perfect. I loved that. That was that, that was, was cool. Good. I'm so sad that the season is ending. I can't believe it. But I welcome know. you guys to our after show. We have the beautiful Tiffany Copeland with us on Skype, so we're going to talk to her in a second, and later we will have executive producer Nadine with us. I'm your host, Jamie Banks, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore, and with me... Hey guys, what's up? I'm Angela Strzok. You can find me on Twitter at Struck and on Instagram and Snapchat at Struck. What's up, guys? I'm Michael Ripp. You can find me all over social media at Mike Ripps, M-I-K-E-R-I-P-S. And with us is Tiffany. Naughty Yachty. Oh. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Where are you right now? I'm over in Italy working on a boat. That's so awesome. It looks so beautiful. It looks gorgeous. Thanks. What time is it right now? Oh, it's almost like 6.30. Oh, <laughs> looks so relaxing. So, 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 Tiffany, I have a couple questions, and uh, I kind of just erased them after tonight's episode and went to a new one. I have one question. Are you in contact with Hannah? Uh, yeah, I talk to her almost daily, actually. Awesome. Nice. Okay. <laughs> who, who have you stayed in touch with the most from? Because we've been kind of, you know, following you on Twitter and trying to figure out who, you know, your love interest ended up being, whether it was Brian or Ben or what. So who do you kind of hang out with and keep in touch with now? Um, I mostly hang out with Brian, actually. He lives in Fort Lauderdale. I see Ben sometimes, but I keep in contact mostly with Hannah. Nice. 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 So let's talk about your Twitter handle because <laughs> your Twitter handle name, the Naughty Yachty, is incredible. So what's the inspiration behind it, and like where where did it come from? Well, I've only been in yachting for two years, but I wanted something a little bit nautical, but a little bit of a play on words. So I was like, this sounds like a fun one. I don't want to be boring and just have Tiffany Copeland, you know? Yeah, yeah. Got different. You know what I thought was really cool about you, Tiffany, and we kind of spoke about this, um, I think it was the last episode or the one before, that, you know, some people hold grudges. Hannah kind of came at you strong in the beginning and kind of was aggressive with you, and you were really quick to kind of forgive her and understand where she was coming from and move forward and, you know, have a great season with everyone. Um what kind of, where does that come from, that part of you that also Ben was saying that's, you know, just easygoing, um, like, what do you, you know, I, yeah, I don't know, no. just the chillness, just ro- your just chillness. Ro- rolling with the punches. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because I drink so much wine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I've always been like that. I don't, I don't want to hold grudges. I don't want to yell and scream at anyone. It doesn't solve any problems. And yachting's stressful enough as it is. Yeah. So why not just try to get along? We're living in close quarters. You know, it's 
easier just to get along, honestly. Yeah, definitely. So in the season finale on tonight's episode, Tiffany, you said that Ben is your future husband. So now <laughs> I want to know, is Ben still your future husband? And if not, is there a different future husband? Where are we at with this? <laughs> you know, I only said that because um, I usually date younger guys, so I call myself Mrs. Robinson, and he just <laughs> happened to have the last name that I need. So. <laughs> um, but no, I'm still single. I, I country hop too much to even date. Yeah, that's so fun. What's one of your favorite places you've traveled to through yachting? Uh, ooh, I really like the Bahamas, even ooh. though it's close to home. It's just so pretty. The Med, I'm kind of, eh. It's okay. So let us know, what what position are you now in? Because you said you're not a third stew anymore, or you didn't no. want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a mate, and I have my captain's license. Oh, oh congratulations. Congratulations, yeah. And, and that's impressive. It only took you two years in the yachting industry. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, I've been on boats a lot, so I've racked up my sea time. Got yeah. it. So once the season ended and you returned, I guess, maybe to Fort Lauderdale, you're now in Italy, but have you been other places? How many different yachts have you been on? I mean, where what's it, what's it been like? Um, I freelanced a little bit and then did my captain's course and then pretty much got this job. So I've been on here, I think, since March. And uh, we did a little bit of Bahamas, a little bit of the Keys, and then they bought a new, bigger boat over in Italy, so now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. What are the people on the boat that you work with, what do they think of your whole below-deck med experience? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you would. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell my captain when he hired me that I was on it. Uh, <laughs> I had the news to him, he's like, oh my god, no, you didn't. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Are, but my owners love the fact that I'm on there, so it's great. Are you more recognizable now whenever you're maybe off the odd or on the odd with just random people now that have seen the show? I was going to say, yeah. yeah so weird. I'm actually getting recognized over here in Italy and Monaco. Like, Really? I never expected to be recognized in the Med. Like Florida, Fort Lauderdale, yeah, but here, like, wait, you know me? <laughs> what, are, what are people's reactions? What do they kind of say to you when they spot you? The first few times I got spotted, they said, oh, my God, you're on that show. You're Chief Stu's bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> now they're like, oh, my God, I love you. I love that you drink out of a bottle. Like, that's so yes, funny. Yes. That was funny. <laughs> that's so fun. I always love that you had a background in marine biology. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I've always been obsessed with manatees ever since probably sixth grade and living in Florida. And um, I moved to Ohio when I was eight, came back when I was 18, back to Florida. And I was like, all right, I need to do something with manatees. So that's why I went to school was for them. But uh, the money wasn't too good. It was mostly working for like $7 an hour or free. So I went into dredging and, you know, kind of got into boats from there and then I realized that sucked and I didn't want to do any more winters in the cold so now I can do winters where it's warm and that's awesome <laughs> like still get to be on a boat it's a smart yeah. and do uh, manatee stuff it's a smart plan how did you come upon being on Below Deck Med did you watch the original Below Deck and say you wanted to maybe be a part of the cast or was it a random way I mean how did that happen um, I've always watched it. It's always been my guilty pleasure. And I met Adrian through my uh, ex-boyfriend. And I thought she was so awesome. And everyone's always told me, like, oh, my God, Tiff, you belong on this show. I'm like, all right, let's just apply and see what happens. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Very so cool. I have a question, too. So was Ben a good hookup? And did he make <laughs> you breakfast? <laughs> um, I don't think I got breakfast. I, don't, 
later, though, back in Fort Lauderdale. But yeah, uh, it was it was good. It was good. Yeah. All right, that's funny. One more question about Ben. More about his food, though, because the whole season and and forever since he's been on Below Deck, everybody raves about his chef skills. So, do you have a favorite dish that Ben made, or what would you say is his best dish from the guest point of view? You know, I never even got to see most of the meals because I was doing heads and beds when the meals were going out, mm-hmm. okay. and our food was a little bit different than what guests get. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> so does he? He makes your food though too. He makes the yeah. cruise food too. Okay, interesting. What does That's he make funny. for you guys? Like peanut butter and jelly? <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of chicken because uh, Jen doesn't really eat a variety of food. Yeah. <laughs> chicken oh, and rice. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> what was your relationship like with her? Um, it was close, you know, obviously she's my roommate, and she was the like, only normal girl on the boat, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, question for you, too. Um, with Julia and Bobby's situation, oh, yeah. did you feel that she was flirting, or did you feel like he kind of, you know, took her sweetness the wrong way? What was your impression? I think it was a little bit of both, but I think it was more Bobby taking the sweetness the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying to her, I'm like, look, you need to have a chat with him. I have had, I told her maybe three times. I'm like, you need to have a chat with him again. Yeah. Still coming off the wrong way. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, he touched someone's butthole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that the, the love profession was a little strong? Or what, it, what was your opinion on that when he, when he confessed his love for her? I was shocked that he did that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because I was over uh, at the bar when that was happening, and I'm like, really? You just dropped the L-bomb on her? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, no. That's <laughs> sweet. You but, know, yeah. and I'm glad he said his piece. But yeah. Before, before we get you out of here, I know it's early morning for you, so thank you again for joining us, but yeah. what were your final takeaway or thoughts about the entire crew and, and, and your captain and just your experience on Below Deck Mediterranean? You know, I hate to say it because I, I don't want to be that guy, but... I got along with everyone, but watching what Danny did to my crew, that shit pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, you know, we got along really well. Yeah, interesting. So you didn't really kind of have an idea of how bad he was being until you watched later. I had, I had no idea, and I yeah. had his back, and I was always telling him, lay low, you know, mm. do your work, and nope, he would just do the opposite, and Ben tried to, so... Yeah, that's yeah. interesting, because I never really showed your opinion on the show about the whole Danny situation, now that I think about it, so that makes sense, because you, you weren't really paying attention too much to it, or just right. didn't know. I saw, I saw enough now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So, question for you, are you going to come back next season, if there is if a next one, season? Yeah. I don't know, I kind of really like what I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe, make me as me. maybe you'll be you'll be the new Captain Mark on the next season. <laughs> yeah, Captain that would be Tiffany. awesome. A female captain. <laughs> well, thank so, you, Tiffany. I don't have a license for that, but <laughs> uh, thank you so much. We know it's very early in the morning, but thanks for taking the time out of your day yeah, to see best, us. B- best of luck to you. Yes, and congrats yeah. again. All right, and enjoy beautiful Italy. I will. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. She's so cute. I love She's her. She's so cute. Aww. Well, it's in awesome. a moment, we're going to be speaking with the executive producer, Nadine. That's right. But overall, what were your guys' thoughts on this episode? 
surprising. I and mean, there was a lot of stuff that just came out of nowhere. The, uh, the Bobby, I love you to Julia. Yes. Uh, we tied up a lot of root loose ends, though, because we started with, with uh, the whole theme about kind of uh, Chef Ben and, and, and Tiffany kind of having a thing. But then Brian came in and swooped in. And then uh, they kind of closed it out, though, by, you know, uh, rendezvousing. And then... Hannah was, again, interested in Ben and really let loose that she really was into him. He was, She said he was, like, someone she had never... Like, basically the number one person for her. Yeah. So uh, that, there was a lot of interesting things. Also, it was interesting to see that while Danny was gone, they started the episode again with a lot of drama without him being there. Yeah, I was wondering how that was going to play out. But nonetheless, my o- overall take on, on tonight's episode in general was a great season. It was so, so much fun to cover it. Thanks. Well, yeah. we have on Skype, we have Nadine Rajabi. Let's say hi to her. Hello. Hi. Hi, guys. Hey, thank you so much for joining yes. us, Nadine. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. How's it going? Good. You guys get my producer glasses on. Oh, to yeah. <laughs> well, you, we, I would just like to say, at least I'm sure for all of us, that you did a tremendous job uh, bringing together a crew, a cast, and producing a, a, quite a show that's uh, it's enlightened us and made us want to come back every week and talk about it. Thank you so much. You know what's really crazy about this series is I, I joined Below Deck in season three, so the the season where Rocky jumped off the boat, basically. Yes. And um, and when they you know when when they offered the med, it was like our biggest thing when and and I moved over to the med. The biggest you know thing was like, are people going to watch? Are people going to get that this is a franchise? Are people going to care? Like, how do we get? How do we you know? Because it's not like a Housewives where it's like. You know, there was in Orange County and there was in New York, and obviously that was the ultimate goal. But are people going to understand that? Mm-hmm. And 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 I was really worried because the first two episodes were so much set up, where it's like I hope people can just just stick with it because we knew we had a gold mine in the field because it was just it, it was like bananas. Like I can't even explain what we went through in the field, <laughs> as you know, as you, as you watch. There's a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor that couldn't even make the show because there just isn't enough show real estate. But it's. It's uh, it's it was it was crazy and it was a lot of fun and it was it was it was different than I think the than the Caribbean. It was a different energy. So is bringing Sh- uh, Chef Ben into the cast in the Med a big part of that? Then so people kind of drew the connection between the shows. I think so. I think that was a big thing, and I think the other thing is also it, it felt like a natural fit because it's it's it, it wasn't you know people that work in the Caribbean you know in the winter they go over to the Med in the summer so mm. it wasn't a. It wasn't an unnatural, right. you know, like like connection in that sense. But also, yeah, it's like it's like you, you know, it was it was a a, a big thing on like my, my part. But it's kind of like yes, people know and love Ben, and, yes. and it's a great. It was a great entry into a new, you know, uh, franchise. I guess. Yeah. Chef Ben is a great, you know, kind of. Uh, person to display a show around. I mean, he's just an ideal character, I feel like. What would you say that the biggest difference is between Below Deck and Below Deck Mediterranean? Yeah. You know, I think that the differ- the biggest difference is I you know, it's funny a lot of I I haven't experienced obviously the med that from because I've never chartered a yacht. <laughs> as far as but you know, the one thing that that I got from everyone else they were saying that like, you know, it's it's they don't put on and they talk about it on the show. It's like they don't do theme parties. They don't mm. do, and I, they did because of the American guests um, here. But like, I think a lot of our, you know, like Hannah and Julia and people that are used to working in the med, it's like they're not used to doing the more American things of the theme parties, of the fancy drinks. I remember there was there was one. I think it was the first episode. It, we just didn't have enough time. But like, 
there was a moment where it was Hannah and Julia when they asked for a craft cocktail and like the the poor little like <laughs> like there it was the sweetest thing they're like what's a craft cocktail they had to google it because it was very much, it's like they don't have that in Europe it's like they're just going to get a vodka soda or like a gin and tonic or, or whatever it is yeah. and so it, it it's really interesting because i think the clientele is very different i think the energy i mean for for this cast because it was all brand new i think it was interesting because you know they they'd never been on tv they're and they're all yachty so it's not like and and i think half of them hadn't even watched a show which was which is very good because i think it's a it's like i think when you have a first season it's like you want everything to be as natural as possible because our job as producers is we don't want to interfere it's like we need you to do your job and we will just sit back and like be a fly on the wall and mm. that that's the biggest thing is like we don't want to interfere and, and and it's funny because and I might be might be skipping ahead, but you know, uh, reading Twitter, a lot of the people are like, "Oh, why wasn't Danny fired sooner? Or why did this happen? Why did that happen?" It's like, well, we can't interfere with their job. So, like, if Danny's making out with a charter guest in, you know, uh, with the Tilted Kilt Girls, you know, Jen saw it, but that's up to Jen to tell mm. the captain or whoever mm-hmm. else. It's like that's not production. Like, we can't interfere. So if, if he didn't get fired because it was like nobody told Captain. So I like I, as a producer, I can't go on and go, right. hey, Captain, like this is what happened. You just you can't you can't interfere with their job Interesting. it's a working yacht. It's like you still have a chart. Like yeah, yeah. Ben still has to to cook for you know four to thirteen people depending on the 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 charter and and. You know, Hannah still has to serve all these drinks or deal with those obnoxious guests or whatever it is. So are you actually on the boat with them? Like, how many crew members, uh, and I mean production crew members, are on the ship with... uh, Well, we take over a a stateroom in the boat. So basically, you know, one of the boats that are, or one of the rooms that are, like, not used, um, production takes over where we have all the monitors, where we have everything. So it'll be... You know, Mark Cronin, who created the show and who's a showrunner on the show, is the genius mind behind so many shows. It's it's he's in the control room. It's me. It's two producers and a director, and then you'll have you know log- a logistics person. But we have to keep it as like we have to keep such a light footprint because we don't want to get in the way of anybody or anything. And we never leave that room, by the way, ever. It's like it's like if we have to go to the bathroom, it's like we go to the bathroom in our stateroom and, right. and you know all our camera people are all in black and they're you know they they try to stay out of the way and like I think that the biggest thing with the first season is people that aren't used to the cameras like Ben's used to having the cameras around and just can do his job but like it's they're very self-aware so it takes a couple days to kind of get these guys like it, you know and everyone's kind of dressed in black it's like we just we don't want to be seen and we don't right. want to interfere that's our biggest thing fly <laughs> on the wall it sounds like that's that's, exactly what yeah. It is. yeah I feel like in a lot of reality shows I can kind of see the cameraman occasionally in some shots yeah. but now that I think about it I never saw one this mm-hmm. entire show yeah and you know it's funny if you do see one like after we like edit the episode and watch it 50 billion times and we're sitting here in color like when we color correct it and try to make it look pretty it's like every once in a while you'll see a camera but in a way and it's like well there's nothing we can do about it the yacht is literally like tiny like the fact that ben can put together a whole meal in like this galley while hannah and julia are making drinks and tiffany's making drinks and like you know like the deckhands are in and out and there's still like a camera person in there. i was always thinking that's that. funny it's, yeah yeah and, and you know we have a lot of surveillance and that helps us so so much it's like because without the surveillance footage it's like it's not you know, it's it's you, you miss it, and and I think the biggest thing with a show like this, and it's you know, I've worked on a lot of different types of shows, and for me, this is my favorite show because it's so real and so like 
there's there it, it's so fast like if you you can miss something so quickly and it's like it's so much just running or like oh my god what just happened and it, it's it's literally like just it you're uh, yeah I mean it's yeah. it's insane it's, I feel it's, like- that's it's so real. I feel like part of it is they really have a job to do and they're so mm-hmm. busy that they don't have time to invent stories. So it's yeah. very real. Yeah. yeah. It, that's that. If anybody, like, and I always read Twitter, it's like, oh, this is scripted. It's like, yeah, I couldn't even write this shit. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was that creative. It's like, I, you know, it's, it's like, it's impossible. It's too fast. It's yeah. like, there's no. I mean, in, you know, everyone on that boat can attest. It's like, it's not like the secret thing. You're like, oh, there's a fake storyline. It's like, it's not at all. It's like, it, mm-hmm. you can't make this stuff up. And it's a real working, like that. And that's the thing. It's like, I, I that's why I love this show. It's so real. It's like, it, it's in, and when you're editing it, it's like, I remember when I first started the show and I, I had a couple of my editors that were new to the show. And I was like, hey guys, I'm really sorry. A lot of this is single camera. There's a lot of coverage. And I remember the editor saying, are you kidding me? This is a step. This is why we started editing because this stuff is so real that we can't, you know, it's like you can't make this up. Like we don't mind the single ca- camera coverage. It, it, it makes us think, get creative about yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So. so Nadine, speaking of footage and having so much footage, you, you produce 13 episodes. Yes. What's the time frame in, in creating one episode? I mean, how much footage are we sifting through and, and the time frame to create just one specific episode? Well, here's here's an interesting fact that I, I was because we were going over all like the storage and stuff like that. On a normal reality show, just an average one, maybe not a Housewives because they have like over twenty episodes, but let's just say like maybe a Shaw's or some. I mean, I I, can't, I don't even know how much footage they have, but typically a reality show will have with the amount of footage nine terabytes of footage, maybe maybe twelve, right? For for the whole series, each one of our episodes is nine terabytes so so you're wow. basically wow. Every, there's like a series within every ep- episode because wow. we have thousands of hours of footage i mean we wow. have not we i think we had 900 they made fun of me actually at the office that i shot 957 surveillance tapes um, <laughs> <laughs> and over you know over 700 regular just camera footage with i mean if you multiply that by however much it, you know it, uh a disc holds. I mean, it, we have so much footage, and then we've got producers that like are assigned to every episode that has to just go. They're responsible for their episode. So when we get back, it's like our job is how do we make this thousands of hours of footage and shrink it to forty three minutes without messing up the integrity of what was said? Because mm. obviously, everyone's like, "Oh, they cut this out," or was the editing? It's like you guys, we can't put two thousand hours of footage on right. an episode. Like right. it's, it's impossible. <laughs> but you know, our job is to try to make it as you know, we don't mess the integrity of the scene. We literally just try to shrink it down the best we can. How do you select the charter guests? You know, some of them were kind of very stereotypical Americans that I feel like, you know, kind of irked Hannah and some of the other Europeans. Um, Like, do you purposely kind of pick oddballs or do you just kind of, is it just by chance? I mean, I think it's by chance, honestly. And this is just my total opinion. And this is like, I, I hope no like this is, this is literally strictly my opinion. Nobody backs me up on this one because I don't want anyone to be like, oh, this is what it is. But I think that people, I mean, I don't know what they did first season, but I think that people watch the show and like I think that like the one thing that fame, like money can't buy is fame. And I think that and I don't mean this in a real I don't mean this in a negative way, but like I think some people that have a lot of money want to be on TV or be recognized or mm-hmm. they think it's fun. And it's like it's a, it's the same way with some of the housewives. It's like 
you can't buy fame and some right. people crave that fame and I think that that's what's actually that's become the beast of below deck and, and of reality TV it's like mm -hmm. you've got people with money and it's like well if they could pay to charter this yacht then like why not like you know that's that's just gonna get you instant you know instant exposure yeah yeah, yeah. Interesting. great well, thank you <laughs> or do you have a last question I, I I was just curious. Did did any of your crew or the uh, the video guys? Did anyone ever get tipped outside oh, of the no, charter crew? No, no, no. The only extra tip they got was Danny, and he had to split it among the uh, uh, among the crew members. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Great. Well, well, which, well I don't. I wish I don't think that was his choice. Sure. Right. 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 We remember. Where, well, before we let you go, we we'll get you out of here in a second. Can you tell us? Because you've produced many shows. What are you producing outside of Below Deck Med? And where can uh, the guests and everyone that's listening and watching find you? Well, they could. Uh, they could. Uh, I'm, my Instagram is uh, at Nadine Rajabi, N A D I N E R A J A B I, and that's the same as Twitter and on Facebook. Um, I host a Shaw's of Sunset after show for BravoTV.com, so they can just go on the Shaw's page from Bravo uh, on BravoTV.com, and and um, you know that that shows morphed from I've interviewed them in a bathtub, and now it's more I'm just at their house doing a, a straight up <laughs> interview, but. I do miss the interview in the bathtub, which was really fun. That's just called The Shots Come Clean with Nadine. And um, I am a stand-up, and so they could check my website or Facebook or whatever it is. So I do uh, you know, I, I do shows around town, and, and it's, it's how I started. I fell into reality TV, but I'll never, you know, I'll, I'll never quit stand-up until the day I die. And, and, um, and, yeah, and I'm, you know, if Below Deck Med comes back, I mean, God willing, um, then I, you know, I'm, I'm working on Below Deck 4 right now, so that's going to be coming up like literally in a month and a half. Oh. So new, wait. Yeah. Yeah. new information. Breaking news. Breaking news. To all of our fans. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us and you did a fantastic job on the on the entire season. By the season. way, that's, that's, I think they've announced the Below Deck 4 is uh, coming it, out in about a month and a half, right? Yeah. I, I guess but, uh, I guess we don't know the exact <laughs> date. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's in September sometime. I'll have to look and otherwise I'm in trouble. Sorry no, about no, 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 no. Don't no, be I'm sorry. Sure, I'm sure it's out there. We just didn't know about it yet. I didn't know the specific <laughs> month. Great. Well, thank you so awesome. much for being with us tonight. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the coverage. You guys have been so wonderful. And, and I know it's funny because you guys may not know, but there's always like all this aftermath drama between our crew members or cast members because they're like tweeting this and they'll call Nudin. Someone said something on AfterBuzz TV, and I'm like, uh, I just like, well, you know what? We're getting coverage, and it's not your fault. It's like because. You know, it's yes. People going head to head, and it's and you guys are amazing. I, I'm really, really grateful for all the coverage, and and you guys are doing a great, like, great work. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank, Thank you so much. much. We appreciate it. We'll, Thank ta you we'll guys. talk to you down yeah. the road. Bye. Thank you. Bye. That's so funny. People are talking about us. Oh, like, oh, man. they said this. That's hilarious. That was, that was yeah. awesome. Really Both fun. Tiffany and Nadine, that was great. Very okay. informative that so many. I, I had no idea that they take over a stateroom right? and that there's such a large production crew on the boat with them because both you know even though it's a big yacht it's still a small space absolutely and they have to stay in that room that was a great yeah. question by you to find that out for yeah. us yeah i was interesting okay yeah. so so much i feel like we don't have that much time so let's just like skip to the bonfire because i feel okay. like that was just a really fun night so first they're drinking and they're having fun with captain and then that was kind of funny he's like throwing him back and then he's like all right good night guys yeah and then when he leaves i feel like everything just starts to go down and then we have Hannah and Ben in the bar, oh. and they're kind of like 
flirting and I don't know she said oh. she loved him but did you feel like it was like I love you yeah. I love you or was it Shame. more like a, like a friend I love you I think there's alcohol but I think she has feelings for him I think it's very Anna? clear yeah, yeah she has course. she has strong feelings for Ben I mean maybe she doesn't now whatever but I think definitely at that time you know call it a you know camp love or whatever but she was very smitten by him and I think she wanted you know last night like to have a little hookup with him or something and mm-hmm. and maybe see where it would take them. Um, I think he, you know, has a flirtation with her, but I think he also knows that if he's in with Hannah, it's going to be a full-on thing. Yeah. And I think he wasn't really looking for that, kind mm-hmm. of what she said. I think he was just kind of looking for a fun last night. And Tiffany's a fun, easygoing girl and, you know, ha- had no expectations, so... Yeah, I think he. I think Ben's smart enough to not want to mix business and pleasure, yeah. and, and and pleasure. So that's what kind of is the barrier between them two. Yeah. And I think we saw early in the season that that Ben and Tiffany had something originally, yeah. and then Brian kind of swooped in that night, one of the early episodes. Yeah. But I do, I want to go back to Hannah for a second because I know early in the season I was a little bit harsh on her, uh, but she's it, it's been really great to see her evolution throughout the the season. And some of the things I really enjoyed kind of culminate, culminated with tonight's episode in that one point she talked about the unspoken uh, code in yachting about protecting your crewmates. Yes. I thought that showed a genuineness about Hannah that was really sweet and it was yeah. cool how she she said that sparkle in Ben's eye always gets Aww. her. Do you guys yeah. see that yeah. sparkle in Ben's I know eye? He's, yes. he's just got like a little something to him an it factor um, yeah. that it just kind of draws people in I think and, and he's so cheeky and snarky and funny and cute and he giggles and he smiles and I think he's a nice presence. Someone that that has that energy about them that it brightens whoever is around them. He can get along with anyone, which is really great. And he's obviously a great cook. They would be a cute couple, for sure. Absolutely. If they weren't on the boat together, who knows? But they might be a little spicy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Also, speaking of the bonfire, I thought it was neat that uh, Captain Mark came out and took a Jaeger bomb. Mm -hmm. That was really cool to see, right? He's like, we take these together. We take them together. (laughs) He didn't know how it worked. And and it was a really awesome way to end this, this season and the whole show for season one of Below Deck Med that they were able to crush the tip and do the best of I all I was happy season. about that, yeah. It was really, like, it, it, that was awesome. And and also, sorry, Bobby's, Bobby, man, uh, that was incredible how he just professed his love to Julia. But I, the thing I like the most about Bobby, he's so sincere. Mm. Even when he was wrong, he's a stand-up guy, he apologizes, and you could tell, like, that's a guy that you want in your corner, and uh, I hope we get to see him down the road because yeah. he's a good dude. I was he's happy sincere. he apologized like that. He definitely did the right thing, and I think he put it all behind him with that genuine apology. I wanted to also just say, as you said, the the charter guests were so awesome and so appreciative, and it was so nice to see that. Um, I, I really liked them, and, and it was just, it was, that was really um, a nice moment and to, that they called uh, Chef Ben Jimi Hendrix of uh, food. I, I thought that was really sweet. What did you guys think of Jen addressing her issues with Brian at the last second? I just felt that was a bit unnecessary. Agreed. You know, leave it on a nice note at this point. You don't have to work with him again if you don't want to. But why Why just be kind of a bitch at the last second? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I didn't really see the point in that. But maybe, you know, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, also, like, she had already addressed her issues in that meeting. And yeah. he's going to watch the show. So it's like, there's plenty of times for her to voice her opinion about it. Yeah. What do you think, Michael? I, I think you're you're right. There was a time and place, and they already did the meeting. And for, for the show's sake, 
give give him a hug if it's fake, whatever, say goodbye. But to, it seemed like that was really unnecessary. Whether or not you like Brian, I get it. It's she was building up and stuff. It did seem a little unnecessary. It was kind of an interesting ride for Brian as a character this entire season. Started way up, and it's kind of been a, a continuous downward spiral. It seemed like he started to lose the females on the ship. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I, I actually really appreciated how he took their criticism because, you know, we're not there. We kind of don't know the full story, right? Um, but I think by him kind of taking it, hearing them, but also kind of defending, you know, his work and, and his leadership, um, I thought he handled it really well. He could have gotten mad and kind of yelled at them or, or not, you know, taken it all. But I thought he heard them. But I, I thought he also stood up for himself. Yeah, agreed. So let's let's talk in our last few minutes about the whole season as a whole, and if there is a new season, which we have no idea, who should come back and who won't return. So, first question I have for you, ladies, is who is maybe your MVP, MVP. of the season for whatever reason? Hannah, <laughs> I just love her. I think she's so genuine and sweet, and I think she. Um, looks out for, as you said, her crewmates um, when it comes down to it. Maybe she's a little tough at first, but I think it's only because she's probably hardest on herself. And um, I think she's really fun to watch and makes for great TV. So, Hannah, just because Ben said no, there's Angela. <laughs> wow. What about you, Jamie? Um, I think I'm going to go with Tiffany, which is really funny because I feel like if you watched our first episode, yeah. I feel like we were all kind of negative towards her, but I think it was just the actual situation. They were making her look lazy. Yeah. So I think that kind of changed my mind, like, as I saw her work ethic throughout the episode, um, the season. And I love that she was no drama. Like, I love that. Like, she never got involved. She just was so sweet and cheerful. So I'm on Team Tiffany. And just because Maddie is not here, I'm going to say her MVP for her. Bobby, obviously. (laughs) So, Michael, And so you both went with the ladies, and uh, Tiffany's been great. Hannah was great. Ben's a legend. Yeah, yeah but, I knew you were going to say Chef Ben. But oh. Ben has been on multiple epi- seasons. Yeah, He's right. been across the board. So I'm going to give it to Bobby as well. I was really just... I really liked Bobby's just honesty. He's a good dude. He, he, the whole season, he was... He, he fit in no matter what the situation. He dealt with Danny all season without really going overboard. The couple times we saw him, you know, maybe be a, a little bit rough, he apologized to Julia. He's sincere about it. And I'll just say that I definitely think there's a female out there for Bobby. Yes. yes. I hope he finds one soon. Her in name Florida. is Maddie Conklin. <laughs> just moved to, she's, she's in moved L.A. To Florida. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to know from you guys out there, tweet us, let us know, who was your MVP? Because as Absolutely. you saw, the producers, everybody's hearing what we have to say. So there's somebody you want to see back on the show, you know, make your voice known and and let us know and we'll retweet it. And and to further that, let us know also... Who would you like to see come back? Uh, yeah. yeah, what you said. But also, well, you would like to see another season of Below Deck Mediterranean. Yes. How, yes. how it compares to the bo- regular Below Deck. Yeah. And if you're a female and you're interested in Bobby, let them know. Yeah. Or any any of the guys. Well, any, any of them, yeah. Let's let's get them to play. Now, let, oh, me, yeah. let me start off with now, if there is another season, my prediction for who's back and who's gone. Let's hear it. I think that the people that are gone are Julia, Jen, Danny, and Brian. And I think that the returnees would be Bobby, Hannah, Tiffany, Ben, and Captain. 
Mm-hmm. I think you're guess. probably spot on. Potentially, I could see Brian back, but I definitely think Julia would not do another season. I definitely think Jen would be out. She wasn't really very involved with everybody. Um, uh, I think Captain Mark would come back. I don't know if you said Captain Mark. Yes, I, thought, I thought he was a great presence, and I, you know, I think the show needs some foundation and like a rock. And I thought that he kind of pulled everyone together really well. Definitely, Danny would not come back. I don't think anybody would want to work with him. Hannah, I think, is a force, and Bobby. I think too, um, and you know Andy Cohen had them on uh, Watch What Happens Live, so I think he's obviously a fan of the two of them. Chef Ben, of course, is fabulous, and you know I, we just spoke with Tiffany, and she says she's really enjoying what she's doing right now. So I think she's pretty serious about her career. I think that would be the main reason she wouldn't do it again. She strikes me as somebody that's like I've kind of done that and checked my bucket list, and I don't know if she'd do it again. Um, but I, hey, I'd love to see her back. That's funny. I I completely agree. I actually wrote down Ben Hannah. Bobby, so I guess we're kind of all on the same page here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be sad. We're well, we gonna yeah. miss wait. everybody. But yeah. I guess we can watch Below Deck in just a month yeah, or two, so that's gonna be great. Yeah, and, and I would say. For uh, the producers, Nadine, who's ever watching, please make another season of Below Deck Mediterranean. We need it. You need it. Everybody watching needs it. Yeah. Great show. Yes. Thank you guys for watching, and we're going to really miss you, but be sure to tweet us about Below Deck in the future. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore, and also on the Married at First Sight after show starting today at 11 p.m. And what other shows can they find you in Hey, guys. So what's up? I'm Angela Struck, and you can find me on Twitter at TheAngelaStruck, and on Instagram and Snapchat at AngelaStruck, and you can catch Maddie and I on the After Buzz Real Housewives of Melbourne TV show. And forget the shows I'm on. I just want to say thank you to our producers, Alexis and Steven. They killed it all season. Thank you to all of the guests from the crew, from Nadine to the charter guests and everybody that joined us all season long in the chat, in the comment section. You guys all made the show what it was. So thank you guys so much. I'm Michael Rippey. You can find me all over social media at Mike Rips. It's right here. I'm around. I'll see you down the road. Thank you guys. See you next time. Hopefully season two. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.